Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Ladies and gentlemen, the NFL is back. And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, has given all new players a can't-miss offer for week one. If you bet just $1 on any NFL game during the first week of the season and receive $200 in free bets instantly, no matter what. So get yourself together. Take advantage of this limited time offer now. You heard right. DraftKings has given all new players $200 in free bets instantly when you place a bet of $1 or more on any week one game. Head to DraftKings Sportsbook app now to check out all the great promotions and daily odds boosts. Plus, you can make every game a big game with same game parlays. Same game parlays. That's just incredible. So check it out, man. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN. Again, that's THPN to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any week one game. Again, that's promo code THPN to get your free $200 in free bets instantly for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Hey, everybody. Bar Down Breakdown. We're back. Episode 130. We're switching up the format this time. Uh, I know you guys are used to our long, rambling, long episodes, and we figured we'd give you guys a little break this time, and we'd uh, just kind of do a State of the Union address Keep it a quick episode, kind of give you some thoughts on what's going on as we approach uh, the halfway point or a little after the halfway point of the year and uh, just kind of talk a a couple of things, you know, talk a little hockey, talk a little music and send you guys on your way so you can enjoy the rest of your week. So um, first topic that I want to touch upon real quickly uh, in the music sphere is we've had a lot of um, really cool albums come out uh you know the past month and there's a lot of really cool albums 
coming up. Uh, and it kind of looks like a lot of these, like a lot of bands, a lot of artists, um, maybe subconsciously ended up shooting for like the August, September, October area to release music. Cause I mean, there's some big stuff coming out. Um, just like next week alone. I mean, you know, you've got the new, the newest turnstile record coming out. You've got churches and you've got uh grayscale coming out next week. Uh, and then I know, um, you know, coming up, you've got a new jail socks record, which I'm super pumped for. I'm sure you are too. Cause you know, you love Charlotte and, you know, they're all Charlotte boys. You got a new Hawthorne Heights record coming out, new thrice record, new world is a beautiful place. This wild life, just a ton of, uh, cool stuff coming up soon. So, um, it, it kind of makes you wonder like why everything just kind of fell into these next like six to eight weeks to, to get released. I'm sure that they had these albums banked for a little while and mm-hmm. they were waiting for like, obviously bands want to release an album right when they're about to go on tour. So mm-hmm. I think bands were anticipating being able to tour again in the fall. So that's why they wanted to release like late summer so that they could just do the full cycle. Now I do want to call you out, man. You didn't even mention every time I die and I'm not even an every time I die fan and you did not mention them. Yeah, that's right. They do have a record coming out in October and I've already pre-ordered it. So I should have mentioned that one, but I forgot. Now, but did you pre-order the violent gentleman variant? No, you know what? I didn't even see that Violent Gentleman had put out a variant, and I should have checked out um, that, and I didn't. What uh, what variant was it? Was it cool? I think it might have been a, the pink one, but oh, okay, it sold out like in minutes. It, like, yeah, maybe not even minutes. I ended it, up. It was crazy. I ended up copping one of the splatter variants, which I think is like a a run of a thousand, which I'm I'm pretty pumped on. Uh, but yeah, post boredom, man. What a what a song. Uh, even if you're not a huge every time I die fan, like you gotta just respect that, you know, these guys are kind of changing the game with every record, you know. The the way they they sounded, you know, on on a record like Hot Damn that came out, you know, almost you know, 15, 16 years ago against, you know, what their new tracks are sounding like now. It's just it's still got that every time I die vibe, but it's just more developed and more like aggressive, a little bit more angry and more mature, I guess, if you can say that about every time I die, because the whole idea is like there's maturity in there, but there's also some silliness. Uh, but it's always kind of right, right on board. But I don't know. I'm I'm pumped for that. Uh, this new Thrice record that's coming out. I'm, I'm really excited about the couple of songs that they put out are really cool. And then um, Umbra, man, that Grayscale record is is shaping up to be something really super cool. So can't wait for that to come out. Um, by the time this episode airs, it'll be out in just a couple of days. It's out uh, Friday the 27th. So that's cool, man. I, I, I really love it. I love when, you know, I've got a lot of <clears throat> new music to sink my teeth into um, as time comes. But I guess another thing we can kind of talk about real quick, um, and I can mention Circa Survive because they're the ones that went ahead and did it. They uh, pretty much canceled any any shows that are not like open air or festival style shows because of uh, what's going on with the Delta variant. And uh, um, you know, you take to Facebook and you look at a lot of the comments and it's a lot of people that are disappointed. And then you've got these idiots spouting, you know, conspiracy theories and all this nonsense. But I think um, there's something to be said about that. You know, 
a lot of bigger bands are starting to kind of follow this uh, idea of either, you know, either the venues require vaccinations or face masks or both realistically, or bands aren't coming to town, you know, unless it's a, it's open air. And I, I think that's probably the right thing because the way that the Delta variant is spreading, even to people who are fully vaccinated is uh, pretty severe. Yeah. I also saw that simple plan dropped off of the that's right. Punk still not dead tour because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then less than Jake kind of took their spot. So that, that is some news. Yeah. It depends on who you're talking to. Um, but I think a lot of people kind of, felt like as bummer as that is if you were going out to see simple plan and they put on a great show but you know i think i'd probably rather see less than jake and simple plan no disrespect to simple plan it's just you know i didn't grow up on simple plan you know like other than what was on mtv2 i never like dove into their records big time but sure did with less than jake but um you know it's it is what it is i mean you know and and that's the other thing too you know, bands that aren't from the States are, are still having a hell of a time trying to, to get over. <coughs> Excuse me. So it's a bummer. You know, it's a bummer that, that it came to this, but it, you know, it was all avoidable, I think. But, you know, that's another another story for another day. <laughs> yeah. One, one final thing about that. It, it seems like Newfound Glory and Less Than Jake have not toured together since 2003. Just wow. to like kind of put it wow. in perspective how long those two bands have been doing it. And 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 you know, honestly, Simple Plan's been doing it just as long as well. But talk about just legends in, in this alternative scene, man. That's that's crazy. Yeah, man. Now they've both been at it for I a long, long time. Finally, like caught less than Jake. You know, that they're like the, the one of those warp tour bands where yeah. they yeah. just played every single warp tour. So everyone, like, even if you weren't a less than Jake fan you usually went to their set because it was just so much energy and so fun mm-hmm. oh yeah you know, the the final warp tour since i've never seen them before i mm-hmm. you know, even even though i went to so many warp tours i never went to any of their shows yeah or any of their sets i was like you know what i'm gonna just take this in and man it was like they had like a toilet paper gun and like it was just like <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you know, and, and the thing with less than Jake is in reality, um, you know, a lot of the bands that exist today that kind of meld, you know, pop punk and ska together, um, you know, keep flying big D in the kids table. Um, you know, uh, a lot of those bands wouldn't exist if it wasn't for less than Jake, you know, cause they kind of, um, you know, came from an era where ska was still more, you know, reggae influenced and they kind of took it and melded it with being a punk band and, you know, out, out came some, some really incredible music and some stuff, but, uh, lesson Jake is awesome, man. So if anyone still, you know, has an opportunity to go see that tour, if they can do it safely, you definitely should. Now, um, uh, music is great. And so is hockey. Um, as Islander fans, I think it's been really quiet. Um, I mean, you know, not much has, has come to fruition still about what's going on behind the scenes with, uh, with Lou and with signing guys, but I mean, we at least got the, you know, the notification that we locked Pellick down, which we talked about before, but, um, so they're saying that some of the guys like Bavillier and Sorokin all have deals. They just haven't been announced yet. And 
that is kind of a staple of what Lou does. He keeps things close to the chest and keeps everyone guessing, but <coughs> dude, I, I know you don't normally. Ooh. Yeah. Mr. Kaufman. I know you don't <laughs> normally listen to spit and chicklets, but you know, now that I'm back at work, I, I just throw it on on my commute and um, they had Ken Danico on mm-hmm. and he was just going through like their 95 cup run. And you know, uh-huh. we we were so young that it, it like yeah I remember the Devils winning the cup but I don't remember all like the the storylines of that run yeah and I didn't realize that in '94 when the Rangers <coughs> won like the Devils were like two in the conference number two in the conference or whatever it may have been and they took the the Rangers to like a seven game series right before like. You know, obviously the uh, Rangers went on went to, on. oh, right, right before the Rangers went on to, you know, win against Vancouver, mm-hmm. and and that off season, like when the Devils lost in the conference finals, like Lou Lamorello behind the scenes was bringing in the missing, like knew the missing pieces to mm-hmm. bring them in to get them to that next level. Yep, and I have to just like take that in and be like, you know what, Lou, we got to trust Lou. Like he knows what that piece might be and it might not be the flashiest piece, but it it, it could be what takes us to that next level. Yeah, no, I, I, I think you're right. I think, um, you know, uh, I think you just have to kind of trust his, his judgment and knowing that he knows what to do and how to, you know, stretch the cap that is available uh, for the Islanders to, you know, make the right moves to put it together. Um, I just read something kind of interesting and, you know, just to present an interesting scenario, but um, I think as of two days ago, uh, Franz Nielsen was bought out by the Red Wings. Could you imagine bringing him back on like some sort of like, you know, league minimum deal just to get like, him back in the clubhouse maybe if we didn't lock up parisi but like yeah i I don't feel like we need another aging veteran on our team to play you know bottom six minutes i I feel like we have a good amount of that yeah so uh you know (laughs) at the end of the day though when you're on a long playoff run depth is what separates teams that's true um but also in the playoffs, there's no shootouts. So yeah. So really what, yeah, exactly. That's, that's really what he's bringing to the table. Mm -hmm. You know, how many more two way forwards do we need? We need someone that could score. And unfortunately, Franz Nielsen never really was that. But another thing that I did want to bring up is that Lundqvist did officially announce his retirement. He did. Yeah. You you never want to see like a warrior like that go out the way that it unfortunately had, you know, yeah. being traded to the capitals or being let go <laughs> of the capitals and then yeah. um, never really getting his chance with the capitals and then mm-hmm. having to retire. It's just unfortunate. It sucks. Yeah. And I, um, I, I, you know, I made a little Facebook post about it and, and what I said is true. I said, you know, of any ranger, you know, he was the one that had the Rangers, you know, win the cup, seeing him get to lift it would have wouldn't have been so bittersweet you know it would have been a great thing because man the work that he did 
in their cup run when they lost to the, to the Kings, man, was just like next level shit, dude, next level. Like, um, somebody posted, um, uh, a, uh, a snapshot of, I think it was game seven against the penguins, um, where he was like effectively standing on his head. Uh, and I think that got the, uh, the Rangers to the, I think the conference finals that year. Um, but I mean, you know, that was like the whole thing with the Rangers, unfortunately, is, I mean, they had this killer team, but Lundquist was constantly forced to like be this superstar goalie. It's almost kind of like shades of, of what Vasilevsky has been for the, for the bolts, you know, it's just like unbelievable. And, and just so sad to know that he never got that opportunity to, to hoist that cup. But I have a feeling a guy like Lundquist uh, ends up, you know, maybe ESPN offers him a deal uh, as a, as an analyst or something, or maybe he ends up in a front office capacity, which I could see him doing. Um, he's another one of those guys that I just don't see him permanently leaving hockey. You know, I think he's got such a good brain for it. Um, I think he's got the personality uh, to, to land in an analyst role. So, you well, know, speaking of that, did you see what Roberto Luongo came out and tweeted? No, I didn't. <laughs> so funny. He, he's a good follow, man. He, he yeah. came out and he was like, yeah, let's start a podcast. Two goalies, no cups. i mean you know it's it's a bummer it really is it's a bummer you've got all of these like world-class goalies that uh have never never had that opportunity and they've done so much to like make sure that pucks don't get into the net but you know hockey is that kind of sport where you can only do so much you can only be so much of a brick wall and the rest of your team doesn't uh doesn't come through it's a bummer but it's a bummer to see lunquist go but um you know it's kind of an interesting time now because we've really only got about what four or five weeks, six weeks, maybe until like the actual season starts. We've got preseason games that are oh yeah, uh, going to be once starting hit, up. Once we hit September, like you, you know that the preseason is about to start. It's a slalom, like, man. It's going. It's going. And I don't. I don't know if you saw, but you know, since UBS is not finished. Mm-hmm the Islanders have scheduled all three of their home preseason games at Webster arena in Bridgeport, Connecticut. That's that's super cool. Yeah, yeah. That's great. And I think it's so smart. You know, the, the obvious answer would have been like, Oh, let's play the three preseason games at the Coliseum, but like no. let the Coliseum go out on a high note. And, exactly. And like, why, why have it at a, a preseason game yeah. the last game at the college yeah. like come on yeah so. no i i think they made the right choice i think they did and, and not and not you know trying to bring the coliseum back into the fold you know you have your games at ubs which is a cool experience you know because um you know islander fans who may have not ever not ubs webster webster i'm sorry yeah not ubs webster um islander fans that have never you know been over to bridgeport you know, might show up there and be like, wow, this is a cool little arena. Like, let me go, you know, try to catch some, some, uh, well, I was about to say sound tigers, but Bridgeport Islanders games, um, you know, and, and maybe they'll, they'll put some more butts in the seats over there because we've been to a couple of, of, of the games when they were the sound tigers and it's always a blast, you know, there's not a bad seat in the house. You, you've got great sight lines. The arena is a nice, uh, you know, well-kept, nicely built arena, albeit in a awful, awful area, but it is what it is, you know? Um, but yeah, getting more, uh, Islanders fans to, you know, watch the AHL stuff would be cool, especially since 
you know how fast things can work sometimes, you know, you get a player in the AHL, it's just on that tipping point. You could technically go see them, you know, light it up in, in Bridgeport. And then, you know, all of a sudden a month later, they're uh, wearing the blue and orange. Yeah. Super but you're cool. you're going to actually now see superstars playing there. Like, you know, since all three home preseason games are there, mm-hmm. if you buy all three tickets, like you're definitely going to watch Matt Barzell. Like you're, yeah. you know, he, he's not going to play every single preseason game, but if yep. you go to all three of them, you're mm-hmm. going to definitely see him. Absolutely. So yep. I feel like you're going to be lucky enough to see grade a caliber <laughs> talent. And mm-hmm. I, I think the Islanders <clears throat> have been trying to get the state of Connecticut on board for a long time. Yeah. And when my wife, Caitlin was going to Quinnipiac university, they actually had a preseason game at Quinnipiac and I went to it. It was awesome. That's sweet. They sold it out. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's a pretty big college arena. I would say probably six or six to 8,000 people Mm -hmm. sold out. And they actually, that year, you know, um, there was a few, Quinnipiac alumni that were playing to be on the Islanders. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it was cool to have that as well. They didn't pan out. They yeah. ended up like just playing for the sound tigers, but yep, yep. it was, uh, it was cool. And I, I, I don't get why Connecticut hasn't just become Islanders country yet. Yeah. Least, I think at least Southern Connecticut, like I know the heart yeah. area where there was it's the Whalers fans still hanging on to the whale. Yeah. I, I think that's a, that's a tough thing. <clears throat> um, when you kind of unceremoniously get a team taken away, I watched like a little YouTube video on like what happened with the whalers. And I mean, like, it's a sad story, but at the same time, it's just like, you know, if you can't sell tickets, if you can't keep people into in, in, uh, in arenas and Harvard even had like a pretty good run in the, you know, leading up to their, their demise in like the, you know, early nineties, you know, with like Ron Francis and all those guys. Um, but uh, you know, and you see it happening right now. I, oh, I don't yeah. know if you saw what Arizona, but the city of Glendale basically came out and said, we're not renewing after this year. Yep. yep. Which, maybe could be a, a bargaining tool. Like they're Probably. trying to, you know, yep. get maybe give less money, but mm-hmm. it's definitely, if I was a coyotes fan, I would be a little scared that that could mean my team is leaving, but yeah. Or, or maybe it means that the team's just going to get a brand new arena somewhere else. Uh, I, I don't really know. Yeah, too so- much. Like I don't have the pulse of the coyotes fan base, but yeah. Um, it's it's just nice for once for the Islanders not to be in that conversation. Because, yeah, exactly. You know, once the the Barclays deal went on there, we we're like, oh, we're gonna lose our team. Like we've been going through it for so long, like our, our whole pretty much lifetime. Yeah, I still I still cringe at whenever anyone says Kansas City. I always think about like, oh god, that could have been us. But yeah, so um, now mm-hmm. everyone and and even when people brought up Quebec, like. Yeah. It was always either Kansas City or Quebec. Yeah. And what did I see when I started looking through the comments? Like, all right, Quebec's getting the team yep. again. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, it must suck to be a Coyotes fan. I mean, but like, and, and I think that's the thing. Like every fan base, you know, that experiences that, unfortunately, like they, they hear the same, the same names, the same towns and everything. You know, it's, um, it's like, you know, Seattle finally got a franchise, which is great. 
I mean, does Kansas City really need one? I mean, you've already got one in St. Louis, so you've got Missouri taken care of. Would it be cool with Quebec? Yeah, I mean, I think it would. But I think that, if I remember correctly, like the Nordiques were floundering. And I mean, they weren't getting people, uh, you know, watching hockey there. And then they uh, moved them over to Colorado. And then Colorado, like, just jumped right into it, man. I think it was 96 when they had that that run where they just transitioned over. So, I mean, any kind of expansion is good, but you never want to see a, a team leave because all the fans get, kind of crushed in that wake, especially in a place like Arizona where, you know, like, you know, the Suns had like a pretty good run, but like the Arizona Cardinals have been, you know, perennially bad and all this stuff. So it's, it was kind of cool to see the, you know, the coyotes have a little bit of spark recently, but you know, it remains to be seen, but, um, so one now, last thing, do they oh, still have the diamondbacks? Uh, like, like, I Oh yeah, they do. Yeah. And I think, and I think the diamondbacks are like literally bottom of the barrel. I I haven't, honestly, it's, it's sad to say, like, I used to be such a big Mets fan. I don't think I've watched one full baseball game this year. Um, You know, I was following the Mets and kind of their story and how they were, you know, looking to be a contender and picked up some of the, uh, you know, the fire sale from the Cubs because the Cubs literally got rid of everybody. But last I checked the standings, the Mets had like, shot down and are like third now in the Braves. And I think the Phillies have jumped up above them. So I'm just like, eh, I don't know. doesn't do it for me as much anymore, but <clears throat> one last thing I just want to bring up and then we'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll take us out is um, so we've kind of got, you know, some, some, some time left until we've got the hockey season right in our face, but a lot of teams have made a lot of really interesting moves. So, you know, not to crazy put you on the spot, but um, are there any teams that you think are really going to surprise everybody? Maybe, you know, other, other than, you know, the Tampa Bay still being a great team, <clears throat> but do you think that there are any um, teams that are going to kind of surprise everybody? Me personally, I'm just going to go first. Um, and I say it every year, but I think this year uh, the Rangers are going to be a, a team to look at, man. I think I you think. are secretly a Ranger fan because you are bringing I'm them not. up every single year. But you know what? I, I'm, I'm not like, I'm not going to sit here and let you do that on our podcast. I, it's so, just no, nope, the me, Rangers are going to bust again like nah, they always do. So. I just, I like it when the Rangers are playing better hockey because um, it renews that Islander Ranger rivalry. <clears throat> Dude, I, unfortunately, I I just, I I feel like it's a little bit of a dying rivalry, at least on the, on the like team front, not, not maybe in the fan, the fan front. Okay. Because the, the style of hockey is so different. Like there's not enforcers. There's not yeah. like, bruisers on teams anymore or where that that's really what spark like sparked the rivalry yeah yeah no you're right so i I don't know (laughs) i'm i'm not gonna think about because like now that we're the better team i'm not i'm not even gonna like give them the time of day to like (laughs) even think about that Mm -hmm. you you think about other teams when you're when you're below them yeah and uh i'm 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 not gonna think about that (laughs) i i think the team that is dangerous as always 
is the Bruins, man. Like, especially mm. since they locked up Taylor Hall, so they'll have yep. him for a full season. Yep. I, I think that the Bruins can do some some damage, as always. Um, you know, the whole Metro, I, I guess it's gonna go back to being called the Metro this year. Yeah. Is is gonna be scary. Um also, final note, um teams having advertisements on their jerseys and you know the previous year they had them on the helmets yep this year they're putting them on the jerseys and i'm all for teams making money and trying to make back the money that they lost during covid but ticket prices are crazy right now um you know our florida you know south florida isles meetup group they Mm -hmm. set up a block of group tickets at sunrise where yeah. you can normally get tickets for like fifteen dollars yep eighty four dollars that's wow. how much the price that yes they're in the lower bowl but eighty four dollars at sunrise and the carolina hurricane same deal man their ticket prices where we normally paid fifty five dollars to sit in section 109 they're a hundred dollar tickets now jeez and like uh, i'm sure it's going to be league wide prices are just going through the roof. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if you're going to be charging crazy, like basically doubling your ticket prices, why are yeah. we, st- why are mm-hmm. we then going to have to put, you know, advertisements on our jerseys? Kind of crazy. Yep. I agree. I agree. And, uh, you know, it's kind of like that, that whole soccer field, you know, where like you just sell, sell some ad space on jerseys. Honestly, I don't have much of a problem with it to be truthful. I think that um, anything that can bring the NHL some more revenue is a good thing. But, um, you know, I think again, like we've talked about, and I don't want to be, you would hope that at the extent of keeping ticket prices reasonable, you know, that's not reasonable. hundred dollars a ticket. You're right. And and I'm talking about markets that are typically cheap. I'm not like, yeah, if you're going to a a game at the Boston garden or if you're like, you're expected to pay that. Or if you're mm-hmm. going to a game in Montreal, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna pay a lot because of the demand. But yep. we're talking about Sunrise, where the Florida Panthers typically have what ten thousand fans in the building. Mm-hmm. You're gonna scare yep. away a lot of fans. Yeah, yeah. But I think the league just kind of recognizes when um, you know certain franchises come to town. You know, I feel like that's gone on in in, in baseball for like ever. It's like no matter what market, whenever the Yankees come to town, ticket prices just jump up fivefold. You know, it's just like no matter where you go, even if it's the shitty Diamondbacks or the, you know, crappy Tampa Bay, I don't know, Tampa Bay or wherever, it's just like the Yankees come to town and all of a sudden the prices go up. So who knows? Maybe the Islanders are going to be that franchise going forward. They're going to be the one that's like, we're coming to your town, so pony up, you know? which, which I'm okay with that. So uh, I'm going to, I'm going to just, you know, let us, let us ride this out into the sunset. I see that you're wearing a sweet newfound glory, like airbrush tank top, which is cool. Hell yeah, man. It's very airbrushed. It's very great. So yeah, do yourself a favor. Um, check out some of these new records that are coming out in the next uh, month and check out some of the records that have already come out. Great big pile of leaves, put out a great record. Deaf heaven, put out a great record. Kississippi put out a great record. Foxing too, bunch of great stuff, man. So go listen to some new music. We implore you to do that. Um, check us out uh, every Tuesday. 
like and subscribe to our podcast on you know Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. So uh, we are in your ears every Tuesday. You don't have to search us out, which is super cool. Uh, go check out the Hockey Podcast Network, of which we are a uh, proud member. We do have a bunch of other content creators on there that are creating great content. So go check that out. Um, you know, give them some clicks, some likes. It helps all of us out. Uh, go check out DraftKings. Um, you know, now, now that the NFL season is coming, college football is coming going to be a lot of cool, uh, you know, parlays and, and, you know, week by week stuff, uh, which is always great. Fantasy football is always a lot of fun. So if you can make yourself a little bit of money, why wouldn't you? Uh, but yeah, keep along with us. We appreciate your, your support and we appreciate you listening and uh, we'll be back next week with some cool stuff as always. And uh, that's all I got. Anything else you want? Oh yeah. No, go listen to our, uh, our former guest playlist. I always, always forget to talk about that, but uh, there's some cool stuff on it. And um, I'm sure we'll be showcasing uh, by next week um, some new Grayscale stuff because that record's coming out, which is super cool. But yeah, go check it out. Go listen to some music. Go watch some hockey. Go, you know, eat a churro or something. I don't know. Or a pretzel. Sounds, soft pretzel. That sounds amazing. That's what you like. All right, Tom. <laughs> I'll let you go. It's been All real. right, man. Yeah. Peace be with you. Also with you. This hangover is quite the thing. I rolled over to my new face. It's time to break the ice. I gotta leave the house and grab a couple things. Ask her if she ever traveled on a plane. As I grabbed the coffee with her name spelled incorrectly. With a smiley, things are going great. Now cross your fingers. It's getting weirder She stares up at the sign With a puzzled face She says Yeah.